0: Okay, everybody. Well, welcome to the WBRX Wake Up Call, 8:30 a.m. And um, you know, we're uh, now we've concluded the uh, the month of October in terms of the calendar month, but now we're in a calendar month of of November. Uh, but from a uh, organizational perspective inside the company and sales perspective, we uh, we're, we're carrying over uh, the month of October until Friday at 5 p.m. We've got you know people. Out there that have some you know great things going on, and we want to give everybody an opportunity to get that business uh, tightened up. So, um, just a quick reminder on that. Uh, also, guys, this week uh, you know we have got some great things in store. I mean, we you know as you all know, we have the Ask the Doctor, and uh, and this week, guys, we're going to start off that call with some testimonies of results that people have had with the product and then we're going to lead that directly into a Q&A with Dr. Nemes Patel and it's a great opportunity to have him uh you know really uh on the call this week because he's got you know great wealth of knowledge in this space and he's been one of the one of the medical doctors not just within WBRX but one of the medical doctors within the country that's spearheading this uh, this change of of people 's perspective and mindset when it comes to uh, enriching the uh, endocannabinoid system within the body, uh, helping people get a baseline of understanding about some of the uh, clinical applications and he he 's going to be on that call uh, Tuesday at six o 'clock so uh, anybody that you have out there from you know from a new person just brand new uh, just get them on that call and let them listen to the results people have had with the product, which will take maybe about 10 minutes, and then let them ask the doctor questions or have questions maybe as a result of listening to testimonies or just come on the call with a subset of questions to be able to better understand how, you know, a medical-grade CBD could work for them. And then, uh, and then ultimately, you know, we we also have four people that are here in the Houston market. And if you're not here in the Houston market, we do have some people online line that are not, you know, it's a you know you can always uh, you know we're, we're going to put together a way for people to dial in and they can uh, participate on our Wednesday boardroom meetings uh, if they choose to Now this week this particular week it's a big week we've got some great things going on and I know that uh, Dr Jassani will be dialing into our Wednesday meeting uh, there uh, at the office. Okay, so we've got a, a unique situation a good group of people people that are actually <clears throat> talking with us, <clears throat> excuse me. Talking with us about potentially uh, some early international expansion uh, into Panama, right? So these things will start to come up. Uh, we're not going to try to rush into an international growth, but we do see some significant opportunities in certain spots where you've got, you know, you've got a great group of people in the medical community, and they understand the value. It's associated with a, a medical-grade line of products and also the organization. So we're going to be heading that up uh, this particular Wednesday. And then, of course, uh, going into the uh, conclusion of the week, we've got uh, opportunities for, you know, three-way calls, conference calls. You know, many of you are really starting to amp up the activity. And then we're, on Friday, we're going to conclude the month. We're going to conclude the month of October, Friday at 5 o'clock. So anyway, guys, it's going to be a great week. We've got a lot of great things going on. What I want to do here this morning is uh, – is just touch on a, a few fundamental things. Uh, I'm not going to. We're not going to. We're going to kind of shorten the time of our call here a little bit. But you know, I, I was listening to. Uh, I was listening to a great message, a great leadership talk uh, with, uh, with with a, uh, Nick Saban. Now Nick Saban is uh, he's the head football coach. Most of you know this at Alabama, and he gives lots of examples that are that are relevant to team development and team leadership. And as I was listening to it, you know, I, it was really interesting because you know his comments were, were pretty revealing. When it comes to any organization, you know, there, there's some basic things that you really do have to have. And I know that each one of us are entering into this with the, you know, at least we hope that this is the case, with the perspective of leading and growing your own network, your own business within the umbrella of WBRX, and so. Everybody on this call, you guys are, um, you know, you're independent, uh, you know, you're, you're the captain of your own ship, but we do this together. That's why we have, you know, created the executive board, because we understand that in order for us to accomplish something as an organization, you have to do it as a team. You know, there's not anybody that can be all things to all people, and there's not anybody that has a strength in every area. So what we do is to be able to maximize our success is we create an internal group of people that have demonstrated, not, not just in their attitude, not just in their leadership, but also in performance, that this is what they want to do, and, and, and we want to be able to move the needle, the needle within the company. But as I was listening to Nick Saban, it, it really did strike me, you know, because there's a couple of things that you really do have to have. One is that you do have to have a vision, Okay, we talk about that. I mean, and what does that vision use? You know, sometimes it's a little bit, um, you know, it's, it's a little bit broad or maybe not as refined. And as you go and you continue into the journey, it either becomes more refined or it becomes more obscure in, in anything that you're doing. Certainly that's the case here. Uh, and I've seen it happen with people. And the thing is, is that this business, uh, you know, when you start seeing some people that have had success, there's a lot of very talented people in this industry, very good on their feet, great skills at presenting as an example. But, but for some reason, that, you know, they don't necessarily continue to grow and build and develop a business in this space because of things that have nothing to do with their talent or their skill set. It has everything to do with other, other areas of, of what's going on inside of them. Okay, what's going on inside them entirely? Now, I can just tell you that, you know, when you take on the responsibility of leading an organization, that's entirely different than, um, you know, just participating or having a role or a job. It's, it's, it's a totally different mindset. And one of the things that prevails true to me, and I know Nick Saban was talking about this on his talk, is that the, it's the mindset of the organization and how they see and how they operate collectively together And if you take a look at the idea and the concept of of having a vision, I think that the more each one of us individually refine our vision of what we hope to accomplish in this business, what it will do is it will get you a lot more excited and a lot more emotionally involved, and it will start to move the, uh, the level of desire that you have to make this business work. I personally experienced it when I got involved in the industry you know, when I got involved, guys, I just, you know, I I was here in my own mind in this industry because I felt like I needed to find a way to generate income and a lot more of it separate from the way that I had been doing it. I was generally just a, you know, I was really in that grid that we talked about. You know, for those of you that are on the call on the executive board, we talk about the four quadrants and you talk about the E group and then you talk about the self-employed group and you talk about the company You talk about building a company, there's disparity, there's very different perspectives and mindsets between the self-employed individual and the person who's building a company. The company only happens when you go into it with a team mindset, a team mindset, right? And the only thing that can be accomplished to develop a team mindset is you really have to have, in addition to the vision of what you want to accomplish, you really have to Develop a tremendous amount of discipline. Now, that that is a mindset that should become pervasive within an organization. I can tell you, and I did share this with the executive board, and I and I think it's important. It's drastically. It's it makes up all the difference in the world. Because what is really what does discipline really mean when it comes to leadership? If we put it in layman's terms, and I'll just tell you my perspective. You know, discipline, in most cases, is is probably finding. A way to do the things that you should be doing when you don't feel like doing them—that's one area. And then the other aspect of discipline is is making sure that you don't do the things that you shouldn't be doing, right? You know that you know that are not in your best interest or in the best interest of the organization or the team is is having the discipline to not do the things that you shouldn't be doing. And somewhere in between the two of those, it is a mainstream mindset of discipline that allows the entire organization to move forward and grow and prosper and have great success. And, and, and I can tell you there's two areas, there's two times when leadership and discipline are extremely important. One is when things are not going very well at all, and the other time is equally as difficult as when things are going really well, when things are going fantastic. in those two timeframes, discipline, and leadership are extremely, extremely important. And one thing that, um, you know, that I, I just sit back and I listen and I, I'm so uh, excited about is that we've got a group of people that are, that, are, that are in their journey of increasing their level of development and they're, they're applying a higher amount of discipline to accomplish it. And, and you know you, you just see these qualities in our leadership as an organization and you recognize how much further along our our company will be because this becomes a mindset it becomes a way one discipline in most cases leads to the next discipline and leads to the next discipline now without discipline you find yourself you know really scattered because you're not you're, you know the biggest challenge that, that people in most cases have is that they can't lead themselves. And if they can't lead themselves, it's very difficult to lead other people uh, and to build a team and have an organization. So, so you know, in, in, the, in the examples that Nick Saban was giving, you know, when it comes to a football team, is that the first thing that you have to get people to buy into is that the team is more important than anything else. It's what you're doing to contribute to that team. Or what you're doing to help have, help the team in any way that you can. And when they're playing the game, that's the most important thing. It's more important than any individual. It's more important than anything that anybody has, um, you know, separate from, you know, from what's going on in, in that collective team effort. Now, as we were, you know, sitting down with the executive board, I, I shared with these guys, I said, you know, I want you to know that this is going to be uh, an exciting thing that we're going to do. I mean, we're going to, a couple of things that we're going to do next year, I'll just share this with you guys on the call right now. I've got a good group on the call. You know, Next year, we're going to have a, a company publication. It's, it's just a magazine, and, and what it will do is it will highlight some of the things that are going on within the company, the people that are coming to the events, the people that are involved in building and developing the organization. They become highlighted, and that executive board will certainly be highlighted. In, in, a, in a big way because, you know, the company, we believe you, you really have to build the company on the basis of edification. You know, Jeff, um, Jeff Davison was, you know, mentioning at that, at that, um, at that meeting, you know, he talked about how important edification is. And I think it really is, it stands to, to be so true. The best thing that we can do as an organization and the best thing we can do as a company is to keep our conversations about one another and, and for one another in a very edifying way. And, in, you know, I always believe unless you have something really positive to say, you know, please don't say, don't say anything about somebody. And if you have something that you need to clear up, then go directly to that person and clear it up, right? You know, we stay away from negativity and, and gossip because it's, it's completely unfruitful and unproductive. But, but it really is the mindset of having a refined vision – of what you believe is important for you and for your family in terms of building and developing this business, and then the other aspect of it is the discipline. And I, I look at the people that we have within the organization. I, you know, I'll just tell you, you know, I'm just you know sharing with you the people I spend time with on the executive board, and I see what they're doing. I, I talk to Mitchell Holzer. Mitchell and I have some things in common. You know, he is a personal development junkie, as I refer to it, right? Because Mitchell. Is a guy that gets up early every morning. Okay, every morning. Okay, I, I mean, I, and you know, I mean, you'd have to ask him. I'm just sharing what we've we've had in our conversations, and he has a routine. And and you know, he said to me the other day something very interesting. He said, Barry, I don't know how people uh, accelerate and progress in their life without doing it first thing in the morning, without having a routine. I said, I agree. I think that you know, you wake up in the morning and you get your day started, and and I would say that Mitchell probably does more in the first two or three hours of the day of each day than most people do in an entire week or month. And, and, and that, and that goes, that says a lot because he's, I'm just sharing, you know, my, we have a relationship and I, I hope he doesn't mind if I share this, but he wakes up in the morning and he spends time, you know, in, in, uh, in, in his, in prayer. I think he spends time reading. I think he spends time exercising and some and sometimes he probably does all of those at once. But that's what gets him calibrated for what he needs to do in having a fantastic day. Rarely will you speak with him that he, that he says to you on any occasion that things are not fantastic. It's just because he has made a conscious decision and choice to make things fantastic. So he's chosen his attitude. He doesn't let the incidences and the, the obstacles and circumstances of the world determine his attitude he makes a conscious decision to choose that for himself. Now, Mitchell's one guy. But here again, let me just give it another example, right? Okay, Olga Chapman. Olga, you know, is probably one of the – one of the, um, and just when you first meet her, you know, she has just a phenomenal attitude, you know, upward, upbeat. She's a people person, tracks people. But, you know, Olga has made a decision to continue to grow herself, and her and Heather are waking up early in the morning, and, you know, and Heather Fordham is another board member, and they're exercising and working out. <clears throat> so, if you take a look at Olga, Olga, who has Heather that she sponsored in the business, just as as, it, as you know the circumstances would be, has connected with something that she knows will increase her level of discipline. Now, I promise you that the discipline that she's committing for herself. By the way, this is a you know when you get up and you exercise. The person who's gaining is is the person who's doing the work. You know, it, it may not feel like that on any given morning when the alarm clock goes off and you're like, oh, my gosh, let me turn that thing back on. I mean, we all understand that emotion and that experience. There's not one of us here that hasn't realized, oh, my God, I'd rather sleep in. But the discipline of starting a new routine, of getting up and exercising, is something that she's engaged in, I think, relatively recently. And and if you can talk to her that's going to start to have a pervasive effect on every area of her life, and I promise you, her business is going to grow because she's growing, and the people that she's teaming up with are growing. Heather Fordham, I, you know, she came by the office the other day, uh, you know, just to pick up some product, and you know, I can tell when people start to <clears throat> exercise, they start slimming down, they start looking fit, they start moving differently. And I just shared and said, Heather, you look great. And she said, you know, I'm working on it. And I appreciate it, you know. And, and, and I think that when, when you start seeing that mindset, and that's not just about getting up and waking up in the morning. I'm just saying there's a whole mindset that starts to become pervasive within an organization when these things start to occur. I know that Patty Pressure, she, she wakes up early every morning and exercises. I, I mean, not, I don't know about every morning, but on most mornings she does. And so, again, that's a pervasive mindset within that entire group. And so the best thing that we can do, and I'm just sharing examples, guys. I'm sure that there are others of us that have disciplines in other areas, and, and you know, there's nothing negative about any of it. I'm just saying I love that we have a group of leaders in our company that have said, you know what, I want to have the mindset, I want to be able to be disciplined. That is a major step of success, and it gives me <clears throat> a lot personally. I like to be around a group of people like that. But it also lets me, uh, you know, as the CEO of the company, I start to look around and I start to say, well, thank you, God, for, you know, bringing the people that you brought. But more importantly, I'm just excited about what they're doing, about the steps that they're making. And and we together can refine our vision of what we hope to accomplish. You know, at the beginning of the month, uh, before we came into the month of October, you know, we talked about our goals, and some people are tracking to hit those numbers, And and some people are not necessarily as close, but what we can do is we can organize our thinking, and we can talk about our strategies and our tactics, and we can get more refined and then regroup and then integrate that into our focus as we move into the month of November. So we're going to close out the month of October, uh, November 5th, but moving into November 6th, that's a brand new month. That's a great opportunity. You know what happens in November? In November, we're building and developing a check for December. So around Christmas time, we have an opportunity to go out this month and change and make and really have an impact on ourselves, on our families, and people that we're directly and indirectly in contact with during the holiday season. And sometimes people look at the holidays just like just going back to the same thing that took place at COVID. A lot of other companies – could not withstand the challenge of the environment of, of, a, of a basically a country that was shut down. And yet, inside of WBRX, we had a mindset of leaders that said, well, no, 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 we're going to go out and we're going to push, we're going to now, instead of doing just a call uh, you know, every once in a while, we're going to do a daily call at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and we're going to utilize that call as a way and a means to attract other people to the business, and every day at three o'clock during, uh, you know, during that uh, shutdown period, we were coming together and talking about things that we could do to help each other build our business. We were talking with prospects, having presentations. We had the medical doctors in our organization getting on those calls. That is a different mindset than what took place within a lot of other organizations, and, and unfortunately, most of those organizations in the industry did not prevail. They did not withstand the, the, uh, you know, that, that challenge that was, you know, in a country that was shut down and we became a fully launched company in October of 19. And people ask me, they say all the time, Barry, how in the hell did you guys withstand that challenge? I just tell them the truth. The truth is it was our leadership. It was the people inside the organization. And we happen to have products that, you know, were, were you know, designed to meet the needs of social anxiety and, and a lot of that was going on at that time. And, and so it, it carried us to the point that we were able to get through it, get on the other side of it. And now, of course, as you guys can see, you know our meetings um, you know, that we're having, our business um, you know, overviews have grown. They're going to continue to grow. But the growth is within the organization first. <clears throat> and most of you know that you know, we, we have a scheduled uh, event that's going to be taking place on November, not, November 9th. And I think that that meeting is going to have at least 40, maybe 50 people uh, there at Perry's. And and I'm excited about it because I've just been paying attention to the new activity and the new people that we have participating in the organization, the growth that has exhibited from that, the business that we're doing as a result of of a combination of things that go on in these meetings. And now now I'm told that uh, we have some people that are now starting to have, or they're scheduling uh, their own private business receptions at their homes, PBRs. And we, we laid out a schedule, you know, at the executive board meeting. We said, hey, having the discipline to set your schedule, in other words, you, you designate the dates on the schedule. That's the date that you're going to do your PBR. Once you put that date down, now the mind and, and your activities, the mindset is all about what you need to do to build to make sure that you have people at a scheduled event that is at your home. Yeah, when people have an event that's scheduled at their home, and, and the last thing in the world they want to do is have someone come and help them at that event with no people. So it's a mindset. It's a discipline-orientated mindset. Now, I want to tell you guys that you know not everybody is going to be into and down with the idea of having a vision and, and having discipline. And they'll excuse things that they want to do and they just say that, you know, hey, you know, I would prefer to just lead my life and do the things that I want to do. If I'm not hurting anybody else, I should be able to do whatever I want to do. Well, the problem with that, the problem with that is that if you, if you don't, if you're not careful, you know, your activity or what you're doing could potentially have a negative impact on the team. If, you're, if you've got a football team and you've got a player on that team that has talent, but they're just not—they're—they're they're not going to do or they not going to participate in the disciplines required to help everybody else on the team. Then it's a difficult task to keep that talented guy going. Now, I'm just telling you from my own personal experience, I, and many much of the information that that we share on these calls comes from personal experience and time, and and just seeing people out there. But I'm telling you right now, if you have two things going for you if you set if you have the right mindset as a result of having the right vision of what you believe you can accomplish and then you work on that belief and I'm not suggesting by the way that you have blind faith i'm the best faith to have is tested faith you know when you know the faith that that I have uh, you know from a spiritual perspective is tested faith I've seen and had times in my life where things were challenging, but it everybody goes through challenging things. The difference is how we respond to what goes on, and through my faith and through the time that I spend in my walk, I can really overcome just about every obstacle that I choose to overcome it's not there's, there's nothing about this by the way, that I said is easy I'm just saying. It's something that you have to go through, and you have to make a decision to go through. Everybody that we come into contact with, I'll just you know, you know, we have to uh, say a prayer, and um, you know, for Jeff Davison who just lost his dad. You know, last uh, I think it was last Monday or Tuesday. I'm not sure. His dad slipped and fell, and, and uh, unfortunately, you know, he ended up with a broken neck, and and they were going to um, you know get him back home, and and uh, he passed you know very quickly thereafter. And, and you know those are those are challenging things to go through, particularly when they're sudden. And I, I have the, the utmost, uh, you know, you know, I just have a lot of empathy for people that go through challenging circumstances. I really do because I know at the moment they're going through it, it's it's hard. Now Jeff is a man of faith. Okay, I'm just going to tell you right now, and Jeff, believe me, is very happy that his dad is in heaven and not in pain and doing fine now, but. So it's not, you know, our loved ones that pass and go on, as all of us know, and we're all going to go through it. By the way, <laughs> no one gets out of this thing alive, you know. But but you know, we it's you know when we have you know funerals and we have things that we're gathering, you know, to to um, you know to remember our loved ones. You know, funerals are not for the people that are passed; they're for the people that remain, because we have to go through our grief and the time that we spend now without that person in our lives particularly our loved ones right now i share that with you guys because you know we are an organization that believes firmly that we participate in everything as a family and our leadership and and so you know i know that we have a text thread and i know you guys have been really amazing at responding and, and we're going to send uh, we're going to send some some stuff to to Jeff's family, you know, um, you know there at the funeral because we, we believe the organization is, is, you know, they are just a very big part of our company. But I will tell you this, guys, they're going to, uh, you know, they're going to spend the time that they need to, uh, and we need to respect that. But I will tell you this, they're going to come out of this, and, and, you know, Jeff Davison and Sarah Davison, you know, they have a lot of very positive qualities that have a strong impact on the organization as a whole. But this company is not the same without any one person participating. It's not the same. It's not the same without Gail Kenney at all. It's not the same without Olga. It's not the same without Mitchell. It's not the same without Patty. It's not the same at all. I mean, Michael Vandiger, Ten. It's not the same. It's not the same without Joseph. It's not the same without anybody that chooses to become part of this organization. They create more value by participating. And here's the value. Here's the thing that I'll kind of end with because I – I wanted to kind of keep the call a little bit tighter, is that when you become part of, your, of, a, of an inner circle, you develop an inner circle yourself, you create your own board inside the board, if you will, or your own, your own team. As you're building your company, you have a vision of developing your own team. You know, I've had this vision of developing an organization with a strong team, but you, you can't do it until those people start to come about, until they start to evolve throughout your organization. By the way, guys, we've had a lot of people that have come and gone already. Uh, and by the way, that's okay. It's okay for people to do what they choose to do. I, and I will never have a negative thing to say about it. You love them on the way in and you love them on the way out. It's okay. I've chosen to be here not just for the economic value. I've chosen to be here and do this. As I shared with you guys the story, you know, when I – when I was a guy that had just, you know, you know, we'd ended a campaign, sold another company, you know, in my mind, life was good. We were going to be fine. Just continue to do what we do. We had you know, the resources, all those things. You, you know what? It was clear, even to my wife, Barry, you need to get back in the game so you can become who God has designed you to be. Well, that was, that's the story for Barry Koshu. It's not the story for everybody. And you're going to have people in your group that are going to come and they're going to go. And some people will go, and then they come back, and some people leave, and they never come back. They just Maybe they'll just use the product. You have to understand that. It's very, very important for you to understand that. When I got involved as a distributor building an organization back in 1992, that group of people looked very different than the ones who I started with initially. The people that got involved with our company initially, most of those founders, and most of the people that got involved as brand partners, you never even see or hear from them. They're still part of the organization. And they still, most of them still participate in buying product, but it's not like they're, they're going to engage or be involved. That was, there wasn't a strong enough why. There wasn't a strong enough reason for them to start to begin with, or they would still be here. And I want to encourage each one of you to understand and know that. Work on your why. Be clear about what you're doing and why you're doing it, and you'll find that in the process, you'll be able to sustain and withstand all kinds of crazy obstacles that will kind of, in some cases, get people distracted or make some people uncertain. The biggest certainty that you have is the reason that you make the decision to get involved. Somebody said to me the other day, Barry, why do you think I really – why do you really think, at the end of the day, I should get involved with Wellness Biosciences Rx? I said, well, because I'm involved. They looked at me. I said, no, that's not – I'm not – I'm not talk, talk, trying to convince you, by the way, that I'm all that in a bag of chips. I, but if it's good enough for me and for my family, and I certainly I committed more, you know, more dollars and higher risk with my resources than anybody, why wouldn't it be good enough for you? And they looked at me and they said, wow, I've never had anybody give that answer. And think about that for a second, guys. At the end of the day, if it's good enough for you and for your family, why wouldn't it be good enough for anybody else? It doesn't mean that everybody else is going to do it, but it certainly is good enough for them. I mean, the products are certainly there. The compensation plan is certainly there. We have both of those are equal, but different people choose to maneuver within that. And you have to remember that. That's never going to change. You have, at any point in time, people have a decision, and at any point in time, their decision is to continue to build this business or to not continue to build it. And And all you have is all you're going to get you know, depending upon who you are and what you're going to grow, grow with. Now, once you have leaders in your organization and you have established a vision and you have a set of disciplines and a mindset, I promise you just about anything can be accomplished, just about anything. So, guys, I want to say to you this. You know, we've got a phenomenal week. Uh, I know that, uh, you know, it's the first week of the calendar month of November, but it's the conclusion of October. Let's let's pull together. And anything that you guys need, get with the people in the organization. If you're working in, in Mitchell's organization, he can work together with you, you know, to accomplish great things. If you're working in Olga's organization, if you're working, you know, in any group that you are participating in building your business, let's work together. Three-way calls, conference calls. I was doing a conference call yesterday with Mitchell and, and Joseph, right? On a Sunday. They had no problem. That was a great day for them because they had, they had the availability of time. Make it your refined discipline to do the things that you know you should be doing and also equal to the value of that, make sure that you don't do the things that you probably shouldn't be doing. And somewhere in that area, you'll find the mindset of a phenomenal discipline and a vision that will allow you to accomplish just about anything that you want to accomplish. So, guys, have a phenomenal day. Uh, We love you very much, and we will see you uh, very soon. Tomorrow night, 6 p.m., Ask the Doctor.